0: The following program is sponsored by Evangelical Life Ministries. Welcome to Liberty Action Alert with Greg Seltz. Sponsored by our friends at the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty here in Washington, D.C. A program that cuts through the chaos and confusion in the culture today by talking to kingdom citizenship, bold biblical principles for a robust public Christian life. And now your host, Dr. Greg Seltz. Good day, good day, Washington, D.C. and friends of the program all across the country. I'm Greg Seltz. Welcome to Liberty Action Alert. Today, we're going to go back into our archives and revisit a program that is Even more pertinent today, and that was our discussion with Bishop um, Johanna Pohjala from Finland. He was on trial. And again, why was he on trial? Because he taught the biblical view of marriage and he taught the biblical view of of sex and sexual practice. And and so here we are where the government is saying that's not only illegal, but we're going to throw you in jail for teaching such things. Folks, we are the ones that are trying to depoliticize these issues. But now biblical morality and even the gospel itself are being recast as hate speech. Listen to Bishop Hoyle. Listen to how he presents himself. No, it's the love of God in Christ alone on Christ's terms. So we want to bring that program back to you. Uh, Bishop Hoyle was exonerated after this long trial, but uh, it is on appeal right now. We have to keep him in our prayers. So without further ado, we go to the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty Archives to bring you the January 2022 interview with Finnish Lutheran Bishop Johanna Poihola because it instructs us and prepares us for our citizenship today. We are privileged to have on our program, uh, Dr. Johanna Poihola, Bishop of the Evangelical Lutheran Mission, Diocese of Finland, ELMDF. Welcome, uh, Bishop Poihola.
1: Thank you, great to be with you.
0: What's going on
1: in Finland? Well, we have been summoned to court the Helsinki District Court, January 24th, to face charges. Uh, against, uh, and the indictment is for hatred against a group. Okay. And and the maximum penalty uh, is there for two years jail. But in our case, most probably we are talking about fines. So first time in Finland, a Lutheran pastor and bishop is, is charged with hate crimes. And so this is a very exceptional case. Many commentators have pointed out that this is not only a national issue, but this is also European Union issue uh, because there's more and more pressure coming, uh, restricting the freedom of speech and religion. And this case, whatever the outcome is, could be a precedent case for the future, future cases. Yeah, and you know, when again, when I
0: first heard of this uh, many, many, many months ago, even a year ago, when I heard about this, people don't seem to understand that this is the silencing of the church. Obviously, persecution will come, but it's also the silencing where people won't be able to hear your message because there's going to be so much pressure, uh, whether you go to jail or not, uh, which is scary in and of itself. The, the the pressure that the government can put on you so that you can't speak or you can't be heard. Maybe that's the better uh, way to say it. That should that should trouble uh, free people everywhere, don't
1: you think? Yes, and I, I think many people have asked what is the most serious, you know, issue here. I think the question of fear. Uh, this gives a signal that if a member of parliament, if a bishop and uh, is can be charged with hate crimes, uh, they can come also after you so you better be silent and not come to the public arena at least to talk about these controversial issues about about this identity politics and 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 sexual issues and what really lies behind here is not that we are waging a cultural war or we wanted to make a case or uh, but but actually, the pamphlet that we published 2004 is very basic Christian teaching about marriage and how these homosexual relationships challenges the concept of man and even even God. So so if we cannot distribute this kind of basic Christian teaching, what can we do then?
0: Well, and you said it, I think, in another venue, especially when you were here in, in Washington, D.C., um, and it was a joy to have met you. It, I really enjoyed that a lot. I hope we can play tennis sometime in better yes. times. <laughs> I look forward. And, and and you would be kind to me on the court, please. <laughs> but... Um, you know, you also say it's not just about the the teachings of, of marriage and sex and sex practice. It's also it goes to the heart of the gospel because God says no and God says yes on God's terms. And that's really the message of the scripture. So this this goes right to the heart of the gospel itself, too, doesn't
1: it? Yes, you're completely right there. So the gospel is at stake here. Because when we teach about the natural law, and of course when we bring up that when we teach the sixth commandment, it is not about homosexual issues. It's it's uh, it covers all all human aspects of human sexuality, and we we all fall short there. Mm-hmm. So what 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 we really need is that to preach the Christ crucified, who is uh, who has forgiven our sins and. Freedom of the gospel must prevail in the church, and, and the law which accuses us and, and shows that that we are sinners and we fall short. We need to we need to be clear with the law in order to bring the gospel. Right. So Indeed. if we cannot teach publicly that it's a sin, it's a, against the natural order to live in a homosexual relationships, uh, how can we? share the gospel with them right and you know people don't people need to understand again the
0: lutheran teaching is that we are a hundred percent sinners and a hundred percent saints and to be a saint is really a gift because it's christ's righteousness that covers you not your own righteousness before god so that hundred percent means we this the law hits us right between the eyes too and all we're asking is the ability to preach the whole counsel of god on god's terms for all of us and that's just something we can't give that up. Bu- we can't give that up, no matter what the pressure. That's true. Yeah, you said that's something true. also uh, in in our time together. You said that uh, Dr. Rosanen was really the one who uh, was also in the crosshairs in ways that even sometimes even more than you, which I I found amazing, but and how much courage she had. And I think Christians need to understand that this is not just something pastors need to be prepared for. This is something that all Christians need to be prepared for. Tell me some of the things that are happening with her as well.
1: Well, yes. So she's a medical doctor. She's a Lutheran lady and also former interior interior minister, so home office, and, and longstanding member of parliament. And really, uh, actually she has been charged with two other cases. Uh, in my case, uh, I'm responsible for for as a chief editor of chief, this publication for distributing this. but then uh, she has been also prosecuted for a tweet and, and, and then also a TV show where she she said that uh, similar issues. Right. The, 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 but the tweet is, in, in that sense, very interesting, is that it was during the Pride Parade in, in Helsinki, and, and the Evangelical Lutheran Church, the official established church, took part of that as a sponsor. And then Mrs. Oh. Rasanen asked in that tweet, how, how can you be proudful of that? But the Word of God says it's sin and shame. And mm-hmm. then she took a photograph of Romans 1, which clearly states these issues and and put it there, and now she's accused for for sharing this tweet, and so it's quite serious that you you took a picture from the Bible and you just say what it what it says, and, and then <laughs> then you face charges. I mean that's that's unseen, and you have to remember that Finland is uh, still. A few decades ago, over 90% of were nominally at least Lutheran. And we have look, we are a Christian country. We have been. So, so this is unseen in, in our setting.
0: Well, and, you know, we talked about this when you were here, too, that, you know, my grandparents uh, were strong believers here in America. They're Finnish, Rudy and Elizabeth Kilpinen. And, you know, I, again, for them, I, I'm in some sense glad that they're no longer here with us because th- this would just boggle their minds. That their country it, it sees the Bible this way. In fact, you were, I think I read this, um, where, uh, Dr. Rosinan was speaking about something and I think she, Kind of turned the question back on her accusers and said, well, shall we then take all the Bibles out of the libraries? Because there's now suddenly hate speech. And if, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong on this, but they said something like, no, you, you know, you, you will leave them in. You can read, read it, but you just can't believe it. Was it
1: something along those lines? Yes the idea is of course that the prosecutor general in the public interview said that of course you can have Quran or Mein Kampf and Bible and and of course you can read them uh, uh, but you cannot share uh, those convictions and, and publicly teach them if they go against kind of the common narrative what is going on in the society you know and of course that's outrageous that you you know you compare Mein Kampf and Bible right uh, of course the problem is that that we have a we have this very st- strong uh, constitution in finland uh, you know freedom of speech freedom of conscience and freedom of religion and of course they are still there very clearly right uh, but but they are interpreted in the light of these equality acts and discrimination acts so the tendency in the Europe is more and more that because there are, you know, safe spaces, and you have to protect fragile people and minorities, and 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 so more and more th- this emphasis is put on there, and at the same time, the freedom of religion and speech is lost. So so th- that's kind of the basic tendency what's what's going on
0: here. Yeah, but you know, it's always amazing to me um, because I I, I think. In Finland, the Bible is like an official book of the state, too. I mean, you guys honor the Bible in a lot of your foundational documents, or at least in your public documents, uh, at least up till this time. And it's always amazed me because the West, the kind of tolerance that exists in the West has a lot to do with the Bible's framing of these kinds of questions. So if you suddenly make the Bible hate speech, I don't see how tolerance ensues. I see how intolerance ensues. (laughs)
1: Yes, and it, it's, it's it's funny because it's it's very serious that the pamphlet that we we published, it says the male and female he created them so there's right. the kind of the equality confession right <laughs> the equality and the the dignity and uh, the human rights in that sense you know it doesn't come from United Nations or it doesn't even come from the right of bills from the you know from, from your constitution but right. it's it, it's, it comes from 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 God It's given to all of us and 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 if, if we cut the you know the roots to the this um, Christian tradition and biblical narrative uh, you know we end we we end up in in, in a very miserable situation in the society in general well
0: and again for uh, for those who are listening um Obviously, this is a religious liberty issue that we're talking about. But for we who are Christian, it's not just about the freedom to practice our religion, because actually Christianity is not really a religion. It's a proclamation of freedom that comes from what God does for all people. So uh, to us. Uh, it's more than just give us the freedom to practice our religion. It's give us the freedom to proclaim this thing that God has done for all of us. We celebrate Christmas where God actually invades our world because our world cannot save itself. And then, of course, that comes to fruition in Good Friday and Easter where God does something for the sake of the world. And so uh, to tell us that we can't speak God's no and God's yes means that we can't share his freedom, and that's a freedom, like you just said, that supersedes governmental gifts of freedom, right?
1: <laughs> that's true. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I think I read this in one of the books that, that I've read here in my work on religious liberty in Washington, D.C., where, again, this, the idea of freedom, freedom is not an American concept. While it, it, there, while it has come to fruition here in some ways, uh, unlike other parts of the world, that's fine, but it's still a, it's a biblical concept that America just happens to agree with to some degree. And uh, Finland did too.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. We are pr- very proud of our history in that sense. But, but, okay. but like I said, that, uh, it's, it's getting worse. And it's not only Finland. It's all over the place. No, that's true. L- L- LGBTQ ideology, it really suppresses the basic rights in society. And, and this is a big struggle that we have. But I, I think it's a question of more lie and deceit uh by the devil right i mean that this isn't this is not only a cultural issue a legal issue it's a spiritual issue right and and where are our our nations and and, and where are church bodies and and, and going so i i, I approach this as, as a lutheran pastor and a bishop also that we have to be very clear that this is a spiritual fight as well not not only a legal fight well the trials in january
0: so it's come to this right what message do you have for believers here in america as you prepare first of all thank you for being here with us today we're we're on we're eight hours difference so i i guess it's you're, it's later there for you it's early here for me um, yeah it's getting dark already so, but, <laughs> okay. so. Okay, well, but I mean, what what message can you have for those of us here? Because I try to explain to people that the kind of the hate speech laws, the Equality Act, the notion that we cannot say no on Christ's terms. It's coming to America, too, and and that believers need to
1: prepare. Um, What message would you have for us? Well, you have to be prepared for it and and follow what's going on in the society. And that's why I really appreciate your work and and that people are aware that that those days are gone then then, you know we were all christian nations and the 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 major narrative was a christian narrative right but but because this shows that the pamphlet was published 2004 and now after you know 15 16 years later when it was okay 15 years ago but now it's considered almost to be illegal right so times are changing uh, but we have, as Christians, uh, we should not be caught by a surprise. Right. And this is nothing that, you know, we haven't been prepared in the Word of God to face those times, to face trials, to face even persecution. Uh, I mean, that's normality in the life of church. And so, not the, although we might feel that here in Finland that this is something unseen, President. But in the life of the church, this is normality. But we have all the promises of Christ with us. We should, we should not be fulfilled with fear, but fulfilled with, with joy and, and, and to be cora- courageous in our confession that Christ is the source of all good gifts, marriage, life, forgiveness of sins, life and salvation. Beautiful. So my, my message for you is not to be despaired, but be hopeful, for, thankful that, that we are considered to be worthy to confess the name of Christ in, in public arena.
0: Uh, that's beautiful. And, and in fact, we had talked a little bit before uh, coming on the program about the title bishop. So many people uh, outside of the church think our titles are authority titles, like he's the bishop. He's really, really, really important. But in the early church, it had more to do with you were the public. You were the public voice of the gospel for the sake of all people. And in times of persecution, they had that saying, where the bishop is, there is the church. And it meant if the bishop's still out there standing publicly in spite of all this persecution, then the church is around here somewhere, right?
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. And I I, I think that at least in Finland, though, unfortunately, bishops were many times seen as high government officials. Oh, Okay. Part of the elite, but in the early church, they were the the, the the pastors who were martyred first, who gave wow. the pu- public confession first. And I I, I I see as as my calling also uh, to give public the, the confession of my church of the flock, and also then you know be prepared to pay the price whatever it is. Wow! But I have been bought with the the bu- blood of christ so i have nothing to be worried about
0: well and and that's true and i so the other question that i always have that follows this is how is your family and uh, how how are they is there are there ways that we can be supportive for them um because i know that they suffer
1: along with you that's true and, of course, it's not my, my family members and my, my family in the congregations, of course. It's, right. You know, it's, it's, it's painful to see uh, and, and go through. And especially if we lose, lose the case, to be labeled as criminal and, and somehow, you know, hateful people. But thank you. We have received, you know, many, many encouraging emails and letters uh, that people are praying in the United States or all over Europe. For us, And we have really felt that, that, that we, my wife and my four children, they are not, you know, dis- depressed or fulfilled with fear how things going to be for dad. We stand together and I think we still, we are very joyful and, and celebrate Christmas with all what's going on and, and all the gifts that is included in, in, in the manger. And we sing with the angels the joy that, that Christ is born.
0: Um, Well, our our prayers are are with you and your family, as well as all of the people of the church. Now, one good piece of uh, news that I had was that there are six congressmen who have sent a letter to uh, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. And we're going to follow up that letter with other Lutheran uh, congressmen and senators here uh, on the Hill again I know the solution to this uh, is ultimately not politics. You and I both know that politics is not the solution. But I always say that the politicians are supposed to be like good referees, they're like to be good linesmen in a tennis match. And then they're not supposed to play the game. They're not supposed to get jump into the middle of the, the point, you know, so we can actually make your issues aware to them so that so that they can say, hey, wait, uh, this is not the way a referee should be uh, for those who are trying to live in freedom in Christ. So that was good news. I saw that and we're going to follow up on that. But, you know, you did say this. This charge says a lot about the times we're in. And I think that's something that we all need to be aware of, a final thought on on the times we're in, and maybe say it from the standpoint of also the opportunities that are in front of us
1: Well, I have prayed all the time when when this case you know was brought up two years ago that the uh, one thing is that that in the societies like the politicians they're calling is to fight for the rule of law in the right. society, and I think that's very important when we see that 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 all the media you know big business uh, you know politics you know sports and culture in general university education system they're all filled with the, with this cultural swift uh, from 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 the freedom of speech and religion towards this cancer culture and woke woke thing as you know very well in, in America so the rule of the law is very important. Mm-hmm. for for keeping up the societies together and that's why we pray for our politicians and lawmakers that that they would make make both in Finland and the U.S. and everywhere else good laws but from from the point of view of, of as a bishop and a pastor uh, my my prayer has been that that this would be an p- opportunity to preach long gospel to the people in Finland and see that the christian heritage that have been here for hundreds and hundreds of years is is still a living reality and and the word of god is a living reality and you can build your life and future on the word of god and the promises of christ and if if my you know humble confession in, in this trial can promote the cause of the gospel i'm i'm i feel humble and thankful for that opportunity well
0: we we're very humbled and thankful that we've gotten to know you a, a little bit and we hope and pray that 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 becomes a, a relationship that continues to grow but i just want you to know our commitment to you even though you know this is a finnish issue in the in, in the in your culture and i know you're very proud of finland and you actually even said that you still trust that all will be done correctly <laughs> when it's yes, all said i, and done.
1: I, I, I still <laughs> believe in our legal system here <laughs> there but, you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we will uh, believe with you, and um, but also from across the pond, as they say, um, our thoughts and prayers are with you. In fact, you. our prayer is going to be that Daniel and the lions, then that the lions' mouths are shut. Uh, that's our prayer. Thank you. And whether it's a Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego moment, our prayer is that uh, the f- the fires of the furnace don't touch you. Thank
1: you. I really appreciate that, and and it's it's great to have brothers and sisters in in the United States. We are, we are very thankful for that. Thanks for tuning in today. To
0: get to know our LCRLDC work better, check out our website at lcrlfreedom.org. Contained there are resources to empower your public square dynamic discipleship. Till next time, God bless you always. I'm Greg Seltz. Have a great week. You've been listening to Liberty Action Alert with Greg Seltz. Executive Director of the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty in Washington, D.C. This program has been brought to you by the Lutheran Center for Religious Liberty.